welcome to the Projector Planet Podcast, your curated guide to the energy of the week through the lens of astrology and human design. Join fellow projectors and planetary translators, Katrina and Liz, as we dive deep into the charts to help you understand how the cosmic forecast will affect you. This will allow you less resistance and more flow. Whether you're brand new to planetary transits, a seasoned astrologer, or simply curious about the basics of human design, especially as it relates to projectors, the Projector Planet Podcast is your portal to enlightenment. We invite all like-hearted souls to join us on this adventure in self-discovery. Subscribe now to the Projector Planet Podcast and let us be your guides to a universe of understanding your unique astrological gifts and stepping into your true power according to your design. Welcome back to the Projector Planet Podcast. My name is Liz and I'm here with my favorite projector on the planet, Katrina. And we are here, um, we're doing this bonus episode today. Um, A little special thing for the new moon in Virgo because we both feel like this is a extremely important new moon and is one that is um, really going to kick a lot of things off. So Katrina, why don't you get us started? Yeah, so basically I feel like the overall message of this whole year um, has been to rethink the idea of the hustle, um, to really understand that, you know, a lot of times I think we get very uh, fragmented because we're so busy and we have so much going on. Mm -hmm. And so when we try to think of where can I fit in some rest and relaxation or where can I fit in anything else, if you have like say something you're interested in doing, but you just feel you don't have time for it. And then we get overwhelmed and we just give up. And I feel like this new moon in Virgo is a reset on that. And the eclipses to come are going to kind of be the faded events that kind of get us where we need to be with that. Um, And it's also a universal year seven, which is very fitting for this new moon in Virgo. Uh, We're supposed to be focused on like learning our internal navigation system and following our intuition. Um, And you can't really do that if you're not tapping into it with rest and relaxation. Mm -hmm. If you're always just on the go. Um, That's true. You know, and so I feel like we're trying to destroy the thought that like grinding and just working incredibly hard are like the only way to obtain success, basically. Um, And as you said, we both felt it was important. A lot of other astrologers have come out and said it's important. Um, and And I just want people to have the message that like if you're already doing a lot, it's okay to slow down sometimes and rethink. Yes. The things you're doing and why you're doing Absolutely. Um, just we're meant to embrace the concept of rest, you know, allow ourselves like a space for recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, the other day, just as an example, I think I told you I accidentally took like a four-hour nap. <laughs> After a massage, that was good. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> and, well, it, to be fair, it wasn't like an actual like massage, but we, we did like some Reiki and we did mm-hmm. some psoas muscle stuff. And so it was very gentle. It wasn't like she worked out all my muscles, but it was definitely super relaxing. Mm. She cleared out so much energy. And, you know, sometimes I even question whether this stuff is real, but let me tell you, you know, I'm laying on her table and she doesn't know anything about my health or anything like that. And she gets to the spot like over here and she's like, did you have your gallbladder out? And I'm like, no, but it needs to come out, Mm. you know? And then she felt something by my left knee and like, it's, it was weird how she like, she was picking up things that I was feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Just energetically. So it was an incredibly great experience. I did it on the new moon in Virgo, you know, yeah. because 
Um, I think this new moon in Virgo is also about us dropping down into our bodies more, and that's something that's really hard for me. I mean, mm. like you said, well, you yeah, this you're divine Mercury, yeah, <laughs> this defined Ajna and all of that. So I'm always in my head, and so lately, what I've been doing is, um, like the when the somatic hip stuff that you talked about, yeah. um, the figure eights that the massage therapist wanted me Those to do good. for my hips. Um, you know, my physical therapy stretches, my yoga, and just really taking the time to breathe and appreciate my body. I mean, I even laid down and talked to my body, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. for like 10 minutes the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's a big part of this, too, is we can get so caught up in the next level and the next spiritual thing and the next, you know, this and that. And even with religion and spirituality, sometimes you can feel like the material doesn't matter or it's bad in some way. Mm-hmm. And I think that that needs to be destroyed as well. Um, that we are here on the material earth with material bodies and it's okay to have material abundance and material success. Um, That's the whole point of being here, really. (laughs) That's like you win the game, you know what I mean? So I feel like this this year, this whole year, but particularly this new moon of Virgo is like a reset. Yeah. how we think about these things, especially when you consider Pluto is getting ready to leave Capricorn again and go back into Aquarius because Pluto and Capricorn has been all about that. Yes. You know, yes. the shadow side that comes with worldly success, even, you know, which could have scared people even more, you know. Um, yeah. So, you know, I do body shaking, vagus nerve stretches, yoga, any of that that kind of brings Love you back to your stuff. body. And then when I when I feel set, my nervous system, right, feels because that's part of our body. When that feels grounded and centered after I do all of that, then I'll meditate or mm-hmm. then I'll pull cards mm-hmm. or look at charts because now I'm in a grounded, I've got my nervous system in a grounded space. Um, and so I think that's really important. My, I got to interrupt real quick. My um, youngest daughter just started school this week and she told me the first day what she learned was she learned, a, she said, mom, we learned that when we get upset, that we're just like a turtle and we just go down into our seashells <laughs> and um and we just go <sighs> and breathe it out and I'm like oh so they're teaching you about you know nervous system regulation and how to do all that stuff but it was just funny oh that. I so, love very yeah moon in Virgo. Very moon in Virgo. And, and I wish it was taught in all schools you know yeah. Bobby Hahn has a mindfulness program that she does in certain schools and mm-hmm. they've had wild success. Oh gosh, yeah, Just they've lots had lots of success, of success yeah. with meditation in um, schools it's for been sure. Beautiful. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, Liz and I have taught, you and I have talked a lot about um, breaking things down into manageable steps. Oh, yeah. Um, and one of the things I wanted to talk about um, is how this new moon is trine Uranus. Mm-hmm. And so a trine is usually a very beautiful aspect. It's of the nature of Jupiter. However, just like Jupiter, <laughs> um, it can bring an ease to, to something difficult happening. Mm-hmm. I told you about when Mars was in my 12th house and it was trine Uranus in my fourth house, which it rules. Um, something I had done a million times, I went to do it and I fell mm. and I hurt myself really bad. So, um, so this could be like in our case and, and, um, being you, it's the sixth house. I don't know if you have a story about it, but in like my case, <laughs> um, it is my second house of personal resources. It's opposite Neptune in the eighth house of my partner, some of my shared and joint resources where a mortgage would be. <laughs> right. Um, and we realized that we thought we had double paid our mortgage this whole time and we hadn't. So we were actually behind instead of ahead. Mm. 
not a good shock. Right. <laughs> right? But a shock nonetheless. Um, but a shock nonetheless. And so we, you know, how we handle that obviously is of, is of importance. We could have blamed each other. We could, but we just kind of laughed at ourselves and realized that we need to do more than just a passive conversation about these things that mm-hmm. we need to actually sit down and, and look at the details of things together. That's very Virgo. Oh, yes. You know? And then in the positive side that, that we didn't see coming, um, you know, where I work in the Holistic Healing Center, there's a classroom. And some of my coworkers thought it would be great for me to rent the classroom out and either teach astrology classes or do astrology readings. And, of course, I talked to you about that. And mm-hmm. now we're talking about going in and earning income. And that's also affecting um, your house of income. Right. Because you're, it's Taurus for mm-hmm. you and Virgo for me. And they're in a trine right now. So. Mm-hmm. Just that came in kind of out of nowhere, and now we're talking about, you know, running this classroom. And well, we kind of have, it's in it with Pluto and Capricorn, it's kind of creating a grand trine in a way mm-hmm. of Earth, Earth things. Um, so, yeah, lots of focus on getting into routines and getting back into your body. Um, a lot of, you know, habit tracking. I think... Where we go wrong, and I speak as somebody who is, um, you know, neurodivergent and diagnosed with ADHD, and I, we struggle a lot with keeping routines. But it's really the best thing for us, as far as that's how we can be the most successful, is to be incredibly organized. It's kind of a double-edged sword because that's also the biggest <laughs> thing that we struggle with. <laughs> so it's, um, but there are so there's so much technology and there's so much um, so many things out there now that you can rely on to set you up a routine that will work for you. It's not about trying to try you know something else on. It's really about designing things around your life and around your current habits that will work for you so there's lots of apps out there habit trackers one of them um where you can um you know input habits that you want to work on and they'll send you notifications or send you texts or you know to remind you to do things and that's like gold for somebody like me (laughs) no absolutely and i think you're talking about like habits and routines and setting ourselves up for success and um something actually just happened yesterday I think I was told you about it. I was kind of upset when I told you. And then as I thought about it, I was like, well, this is kind of a me thing too, right? Because um, John wanted to do a last minute trip to the UP tomorrow. And I'm thinking to myself, why do you plan a, you know, a one day trip to the UP on the only day that we usually do laundry and get everything done? And like, how am I going to have time to do all of that? You know, um, when in all actuality, like he came home yesterday and he did a load of laundry and I can do one tonight. And guess what? Tomorrow, I don't have to spend all day doing laundry right. and cleaning. So going back to what you said, it, 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 you know, it, it's just in my mind, it's a habit that I do laundry on Sundays. Mm-hmm. But I can retrain that. And like John and I can share that chore during the week. Even though we're busy, it wouldn't be anything for me to stick a load in the morning. And then when he gets home, because he typically gets home before me, he can throw it in the dryer. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? And then boom, we just freed up a whole Sunday. Yeah. So it's just this Virgo new moon is really about rethinking the details of like how we have our stuff set up. Because you don't have to do things the way you've always done them. And I think that's a big message that we need. Yes. And that's also the trend of Uranus, like these sudden insights and epiphanies. Um, Uranus doesn't like being in Taurus. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Um, it, well, the last time it was was like during World War II and the Dust Bowl. Yeah, I'm kind of like ready for 2026 when he goes into Gemini, even though he's going to square all my second house stuff when he's in Gemini. <laughs> um, 
you know, in squares bring a lot of tension. But like right now, Saturn's opposing, well, he will be when he goes back direct again. He's going to oppose my natal Saturn and my moon. Yeah. So there's always a difficult transit that we can look at and speak to and say, oh, you know, we're scared of that or whatever. But honestly, the mindset is everything. Um, Mars is in Libra right now. Um, so I think we also have to look at with this Virgo new moon, it's trying to show us where we're still doing things for other people, where we're still trying to please other people. Um, I have, you know, like for instance, today I wanted to come over here and I wanted to spend time with you and record our podcast. So I let everybody know, like, no, if you need something on Saturday, like I'm not available and that's okay. Even though there's part of me that feels guilty about that, right. like, you know, I should be home if anybody needs anything or run them around. Um, and so I think that's important, important as well. Um, yeah. So I feel like, you know, this. Sure. Um, you know, I think we're definitely starting to see our value, what we can do as a collective. I mean, right now, as we're recording this, like three days ago, the entire United Auto Workers just went on strike. Um, and so, you know, we're really seeing how much we can do. Um, I was, it reminded me of this video I was watching. It was this guy who was appealing to the internet about, you know, what to do about Gen Z kids who didn't want to go above and beyond anymore. And this lady, I know, I know <laughs> this lady cut in and was like, um, excuse me. We did that for years. Uh, we came in early. We stayed late. You know, we cared definitely more about the company, um, and that they knowing that they would replace them in like a second. Um, you know, more than we did about our own families. And what did it get us? A meets expectations on our reviews, uh, a 2% raise that didn't even, you know, keep up with the cost of living. You know, I think people are like, now they're like, sorry, if you want to pay me the minimum, I'm going to do the minimum. And honestly, like, I don't blame them. Um, you know, it's... It's crazy. It's, it, you know, it's a seven year, like you've mentioned. Um, and then, of course, we have Saturn in Pisces, too, over there asking us to find discipline around spiritual practices and big dreams. Um, you know, I think all this Virgo energy, though, you know, because Saturn's opposite now, Virgo, is, you know, reminding us to be in the moment, in our bodies, in the present time. That's really all that exists. You know, we can think of all these grand things in our heads about what we're going to do and when we're going to do it. and But really, only thing that exists is right now. Well, what and, you do right now is what's going to create that. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, but it's not, it's, and it's, people think it's about thinking. It's not. It's about feeling. It's about your actual, that's what sends out your vibes is your emotion, your emotional state. So you can say all day long or think one thing all day long, but if you're really truly feeling the opposite, that's what's going out. So by practicing, you know, getting back into our body and being mindful, um, you know, it, it reminds me of, um, Tony Nagy, I, th I think, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing her name right, um, but she's like so funny. She's a, co a comedian, a light worker, um, a huge inspiration, like for ultimately kind of the kind of work I want to do because I love adding comedy with inspiration. Oh, that is so, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm, <laughs> yeah. Um, but she does like, um, you know, all the, all the videos that she does with all of these kind of crazy topics all are in the background to her like dancing and doing these like hip shaking and somatic somatic exercises and so when you see her 
it her videos are kind of like you know, you think like, oh my gosh, like she's talking about this like really deep topic, but yet she's like shaking all over and dancing. So it really has kind of got her this, you know, following and she's become quite famous for this. Um, but she was talking about twerking and how we've sexualized and demonized it when really it's hip opening exercise that, you know, is meant to release trauma in women. Like, you know, think about like hula dancing and just all of these modalities that have, you know, been put down and demonized are actually incredibly healing to our bodies. Oh my gosh, what a revelation. <laughs> There's things that they've demonized that are actually good for us. I mean, it should cause us to question, you know, everything yeah, <laughs> that we have been consuming and, um, you know, think about what they told us was good. And that whole like, go, 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 work, 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 work. That is not good. Yeah, that is not <laughs> what we are here for. It really is not. It is a lie. It's a lie that we've been sold. We are not here to, um, you know, just slave away and slog away and never be able to enjoy it. I mean, the Virgo energy is the harvest. It is the, um, you know, yeah, it's a lot of work, but it's also kind of pulling in the spoils of your labor and the you know it's the enjoyment of it as well and the you know getting back into in touch with the earth and so yeah it's definitely um time to reconnect and human design teaches us that you know we live in our bodies and make decisions from there um, and I think we've swung too far into being in our heads all the time and thinking our heads and minds are the most important part of us which really it's our hearts um, but it, this is why we've gone too far down like the logical road and have tried to conceptualize everything, um, you know, when some things are just plain miracles. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, so, you know, being in your body forces you to be in the moment and that's really where you manifest from. It's not some abstract mental concept, but what are you feeling right now? And like I said, you know, it's feeling, not thinking. Um, and then there's an evolution of the body graph that's happening in 2027, um, which we may do a special class on, but it's going to spark, um, this creative revolution where it's about well-being across, you know, communities. It's not, um, you know, crabs in a barrel energy, like what we've had going on where we think that there's not enough of something. And so it causes us to, you know, fight each other for a black mindset, right? And yeah. I think with Pluto going into Aquarius, back into Aquarius, it's going to be there for a long time. It's very in line with this 2027 shift. That oh, we're yeah. About as well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's a, it's a very great time, like I said, to get some habits going, you know, even starting small and with a few things like that. You know, just if, like drinking more water or, you know, whatever. Um, so I wanted to just mention where this is falling in human design again. It is in gate 47, which is the gate of realizing. So it's coming up from the Ajna toward the head. It's a very reflective gate that takes experiences and tries to make sense of them. Um, so we have another heady gate here. But um, this also, you know, could be clarity um, through realization as well. I would just add because it might seem kind of weird that we're talking about getting out of your head and into your body, but this is taking place in the eyes yeah. toward the head. But something I want to say about that because the thoughts are the mind, right? And mm -hmm. the feelings are the heart. 
And really what we can do is we can train our thoughts to understand our feelings, mm-hmm. right? So that your thoughts are not what's running the show. That's really what this gate is. Yeah. People talk about, oh, that's intellectualizing your emotions. But I'm not avoiding the emotion even if it's uncomfortable. I'm sitting in it. I'm just thinking about, okay, why do I feel this way? Mm-hmm. Um, where is that coming from? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. just giving some thought to my, you know, it's emotional intelligence, right? Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, well, I mean, and... That. You know, you have to be conscious in order to work on your emotions because you have to be able to take a step back and view yourself, first of all. And you do that in, you know, from a logical place in a way. So it's, I don't know, because we all, in order, we can be in the moment and be emotional and be, you know, lose our shit on somebody. But to be able to then later on be like, okay, you know, that wasn't right. I shouldn't have done that. I should have, you know, done this. I could have done this and try to like learn from every experience. I mean, that is building that, you know, over time, then you won't react. Well, yeah, absolutely. It's like building a muscle as we've talked about before. Um, And I feel like, you know, we also have to, because Virgo can be very critical. We have to not be critical when we do step out of character because it's going to happen from time to time. Yeah. Um, as much as I've learned, I mean, I've been doing this intentional work for, you know, 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Um, and as much as I've learned, um, I used to come into character every day when I first started. You know, now it's like once in a blue moon. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of feeling shame about that, I remind myself, hey, it's been a long time since I came out of character. You know, what is what did I miss out on? Did I take enough time for myself lately? Have I been doing self-care um, you know, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Did I sleep enough? You know, am I am I eating the right things? Am I drinking the right things? I bring it all back to self, but not in a shameful way because shame will actually prevent our growth. That's right. So we have to be able to look at it from that more intelligent, higher perspective rather than this critical, you know, lack mindset of what's everybody else's fault or, you know, if you wouldn't have done this, I wouldn't have done this because at the end of the day, no matter what somebody does around me, I am responsible for how I re- respond yes. to that. Yes, 100% of the time. Um, You know, I've been, you know, we've been kind of beating, I think, the dead horse of of what habits aren't (laughs) serving you. And, you know, what, you know, here's another lesson of this. You know, what intentions will you set? What habits are you taking with you? And what are you letting go of? So for me personally, I'm setting intentions to better manage my stress, um, which is very appropriate for Virgo energy, uh, uh, Virgo energy because they try, tend to be the nervous Nellies of the zodiac. They're very, it's that mix of head and earth, right? It's our head and body. It's kind of, um, they can be a little anxious. Um, so no, I know. Like <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, so this looks like things being designed to manage that cortisol, like ice facials, certain herbs, tapping, and somatic exercise and breath work. Um, the ice facial thing is new. I'm I'm building up my confidence to be able to do it. So it's where you stick your face in a bowl of ice water, and it's like really good. To, well, yeah, yeah, it's kind of the same concept I think where they talk about at the end of your shower, turn it really yeah. cold. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's understanding the brain gut connection and eating in a way that supports both. Um, you know, obviously that means different things for different people, but you know, seeing what works for you is good. And did you know that human design will actually show you what your appropriate way to eat is? No, you have told me that, but I, and I would be interested in, in seeing what it says. I know that I feel the best and do the best just from personal experience when I'm doing a like more like a ketogenic, like low mm-hmm. carbohydrate, no sugar 
um, kind of diet. Um, but I think that's because my gut health is so, <laughs> yeah is so tr- tragic. Um, and I also have diabetes. So um, keeping the, to be able to lose weight and like be feel healthy and have more energy that works really well for me. Mm-hmm. It's just again, where am I preventing myself? I think it's more well, like for <clears throat> example, so. I think actually both you and I have what's called open taste where it's good for us to just eat what we feel good eating. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's totally normal for us to eat the same thing like over and over and over and over and over as long as we're good. You know, and I'm totally like that. Like Mm -hmm. I could eat this. I get on kicks of food. Like right now I'm on an Indian food kick (laughs) and I will go and get it like. Or go and make or make it, you know, whatever. And then you get out of that. And yeah. Get into something yep. Else. Yeah. Yep. Like, yeah. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> Whereas, like, um, my daughter, she's got cold thirst, so her main digestion is really that she needs to eat things that are more cold, or you know, drink a lot of smoothies and ice and lots of stuff That's like that. So interesting. Yeah, because so just she has a lot of heat, and when you look at her body graph her only definition is like right through the center and so it's just a lot of i guess fiery activation even mm-hmm. though she's a water sign in astrology but she's of course has a fire moon so i don't know but yeah it's interesting so um i was going to give a you know to kind of set some intentions and just remind um the different types you know what your what your strategy is going forward to kind of you know, help you with some of the decision making of what what to to cut out and what to keep going or what to bring in new to your routine. For manifestors, um, you need to wait for inspiration and then act on it. For gen- generators and manifesting generators, you know, you have people in your life, um, especially projectors, ask you yes or no questions to see how your body responds and then move toward the the tens um in your life the things that are like major uh-huhs or things that light you up um i didn't think i've actually talked about the tens yet but we will in another episode um so for projectors set intentions and work your systems and see what kind of invitations come in and then reflectors new moon intentions are very powerful for you being that the moon dictates your authority Uh, So it's prudent to learn all about all the different lunar energy and see how it affects your moods and environment. Um, So reflectors, obviously, they're like no definition. They're completely open chart. And because I have such an open chart, I I can relate a lot. I'm considered a personality reflector. Like so if you just take my personality chart, I'm completely undefined. Um, And so the moons affect me a lot, too. (laughs) I've noticed well, yeah, and then the moon. I mean, and, I mean, they affect all of us, but yeah. And then your chart too. I mean, the moon. The, the moon rules your Cancer fourth house, which is your private, you know, inner. I mean, yes, it's home and family and all of that, but it's also your most private reflections, right? The most private part of your chart. Mm-hmm. And so the moon would definitely affect you, um, mm-hmm. just because no matter what it's doing, you know, be that set in the in that fourth house, That's it's true. really affecting you on a deep personal kind of level at your foundation so that would make sense even in the astrology for you um and just real quick i yeah i am grateful that you and isaac invited us to do the meal swapping oh yeah it's going wonderful by the way it's it's (laughs) been so beautiful because i there there are days that i've had that were super tough days Uh uh-huh um i'll never forget the one day you made the tacos Mm -hmm. um that was the particular day where the stuff happened with my daughter Mm -hmm. and and I was, you know, so hungry. And I'm like, I just got to heat up meat. Like, right. you know, I didn't have to cook. Mm-hmm. And so 
Um, it's it's been not only um just obviously good for that, but just keeping us accountable, like you said, you know, mm-hmm. because if I know I have to cook for you guys, I'm not gonna go out and eat. That's right. And the same, vice versa. So that's been going really well. So again, I go back to, you know, making sure that you have the right people around you that you can trust. Yes. Um, and so far we've done that for each other. Like any yeah. time, none of us skipped a day. Like nope, we've, we've been, been doing, doing good. What we what we're supposed to do, and I'm gonna tell you. That shepherd's pie, we ate that two days in a row. <laughs> it Yay. was so delicious. So, um, you know, just getting excited, too. It, it gives an excitement to making dinner, so it doesn't just feel... Like, Isaac's, oh, like, so chore. excited because he always thinks I cook too much. And so he's like, oh, finally somebody that can, like, you know, take all the extra food that we always have. <laughs> because I feel like, you know, he always is like, you cook so much food. Uh, which is probably kind of true. Uh, <laughs> I think, too, I do that, too, because I typically really am, like, was cooking for John and I. And I'm growing, you know, when my kids were young, I was cooking for, like, six Mm, and I, yeah. I think there's not really a shift that happens there naturally. You yeah. Know? Um, and then, of course, there's leftovers. And John will eat leftovers, but there's no way we typically get through all of them. Yeah. You know? Um, and, but, you know, just... I'm a little finicky about leftovers. <laughs> well, yeah. There's me, too. Like, John John will eat some of the sad out all night. But yeah. yeah. There's I have to, like, throw things away and get rid of them because yeah. he's not picky. Uh, but I am, especially if it's, like, meat or something uh-huh. like that. Um, I'm super picky about it. But there are certain things where I feel like it tastes like soups and chilies. Yeah. Things like that where you can reheat it and it oh, yeah. tastes better. Oh, yeah. But Anything that has to sit in with the spices, yeah, like, overnight. Yeah, yeah, marinating. Mm-hmm. Yes. But so outside good. of that, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, maybe that's my... I mean, yeah. John has Virgo Moon, too, but all his is in the 12th house hidden. Mine yeah. is right there. What do I value in that second house? Right. Not crappy leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> that's the house of food, yeah. too. Yeah. Right? I don't... Yeah, I have Taurus in that house, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I don't... Like, yeah. I'm very just picky about that's my food. Not in a picky... Like, I'm a picky eater because I literally will eat, like, anything. Like, well, that's Taurus like, second house. Yes. Very much so, will literally... Yeah. Indulgence yeah. And, and food yep. and stuff is mm-hmm. absolutely a Taurus second house. I love, mean, Taurus in general, but especially... Love food love yeah. food yeah so you know but yeah again just you know like even with this podcast that we're doing we talked about how before you and I had this epiphany to do this um I was trying to do it by myself yeah and I would not stay accountable like I I would let life like just pull me in every direction but now that I have somebody to actually do it with it's easier to be accountable oh absolutely like, oh, I actually have fun coming over here doing these do you know what I mean yeah so, um, so that just may, again, this Virgo new moon is just, you know, Venus just got done going retrograde. She's still coming to the end of her shadow. Look at the relationship in your life with the food you're eating. Look at the relationships in your life with what you're drinking, how you're spending your time. Uh-huh. Um, what are your, what your ideas and your foundational beliefs are going to be moving forward? Uh-huh. Um, because you know, you have, we can have all these grand ideas and with Jupiter and Uranus both in Taurus and they're going to come together in a conjunction. I think it's April of next year. Uh-huh. We have such an opportunity, and we've talked so much about Jupiter being in Gate 2, which is abundance and human design. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a possibility for huge material changes and shifts in our life where we yeah. don't have to worry and struggle so much. Um, and it starts with that foundational mindset around that. Um, yeah. And when you start questioning things or feeling like you're an imposter or you don't deserve it, you don't want to sit in those feelings uh, without some kind of intellectual insight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like we're talking about. So. Um, I feel like that's why this Virgo moon was so important just to do a whole episode on is just um, don't get nitpicky and critical and all of that. You know, be patient with yourself. Um, offer yourself grace. Yes. Um, as you're implementing these new habits. And so just as an example, I know we're doing dinner swaps. 
Um, and it it was great because Friday we don't do it, and I still had leftovers from right. Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Thursday, so I yep. still didn't have to cook. It was wonderful. Um, but um, I want to meal prep as well for my lunches at work yeah. and my breakfast and things like that. But then when the time comes, I'm just like, oh, I don't have the energy or my body's hurting or whatever, and I don't do it. But I was thinking about if I plan ahead and I do like a little bit on Monday and a little bit on Tuesday and, a li- you know, by the end of that week, all I have to do is really throw everything together and then that next week is taken care of. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it, I go back to the, I don't remember which episode it was, but you were saying that this man that you listened to said, do one thing each day. That's Gary Keller. Right. Keller Williams. Do one thing each day. And then before you know it, that adds up. And Absolutely. So it's like Atomic Habits or whatever yeah. it is. Well, it is just the smallest rush. things, too. Yeah. Um, for me, I've also been, like, focusing more mm-hmm. on my skincare and just learning how to be more intentional about my, like I said, like my morning and night routines. Because that's one thing that when I went from being, um, in, you know, working nine to five corporate to being self-employed, Things got a little loose around, you know, both in the morning and at night where I was used to having a more structured routine and I actually operate better under a better structured routine. And so trying to formulate that, uh, like I said, through the use of AI and different things that are helping me, um, I can do that more. And I think, too, a lot of times um, just, you know, I guess my, my thoughts would be um, motivation is bullshit. Yeah, motivation um, is like showering. You need to do it daily. Yeah, it doesn't and, and work. It, it, you know, <laughs> so it, to me, I have, you know, on my computer at home, I have this quote that talks about discipline being, you know, getting basically a paraphrasing here, but you get up every day and you do the thing you don't want to do until it becomes a habit. Yeah. Um, and that's really difficult for us. If we're not it motivated is. or inspired, I mean, I don't know if that's like a more of a projector thing too, but if but we I'm just not, have low energy. Yeah. If I'm not motivated and inspired, I don't want to do it. Yeah. And it could be something I know I need to do, like take care of my skin or eat the right things or do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and if I don't. And so, you know, when those thoughts come of, oh, I should do this. I think that's where you're talking about, like these apps and all that can come in really handy mm-hmm. because that reminder popping up, you might not be motivated. Right. But that reminder popping up goes, OK, but I can be disciplined. Yes. And what I do they do say? It anyway, discipline is it, you is doing the things today to make tomorrow easier, whereas like other times you would be putting off the things today, but it makes tomorrow harder. And so when you have the discipline, it makes tomorrow easier. It really does. And so, uh, yeah, or it may, oh yeah, it makes today easier and tomorrow harder, or making today harder versus tomorrow easier, kind of yeah, that does. kind of thing. Yeah, but, but if you break, like we talked about, though, if you break those things that you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. down into more manageable steps yeah um like if i wanted to it's so make... funny because we were just watching what about bob last night <laughs> and they does that whole thing about baby steps he's like baby steps to the elevator <laughs> baby steps to this baby steps it's all about baby steps and it's just so funny absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and I, you know and, and it's hard for us because we always feel like we should be doing more yes um and we're already doing a lot Yep. Right. And there was a TikTok I watched the other day and I wish I could remember everything she was talking about. But she talked about how she had gone to her doctor and she's like, I'm, you know, I have this great career and I'm doing this. And I'm doing and, uh, you know, but she felt for the first time in her life like it wasn't enough. Mm. You know, and she said her doctor told her, like, you're doing fantastic. Yeah. Like, you know, what enough I mean? like, compared to what <laughs> one person and you've got, you know, all this energy going into your career and your kids are all successful and you don't, you know, what I mean? yeah. like, it's enough. Like, exactly. You know, sometimes I feel like 
you know, I personally feel guilty if I want to rest or relax. And so some of this, some of this is really just digging real deep to see where. Yeah, girl, when you called from. me and said that you took a nap, I was like, yes, she took a nap. <laughs> like, I, I don't think I've ever heard her say she took I a nap. I was so mad at myself because <laughs> I, here I was thinking, I got home that day. I'd left work early. And I'm like, yes, I have all this time finally to, like, work on stuff. Yeah. And then I took And your body was nap. like, I'm going to work on stuff, but it's going to be while you sleep. And I was like, I don't have time to do shit, <laughs> you know. But you but, needed it. But, I, again, yeah, I went right back to, well, I must have needed that. Yes. You know, so, um, again, just not being hard on ourselves because everything worked out. Yeah. I mean, we were able to figure everything out, and here we are today, and we're recording. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, just that trust element of yes. your body knows what it's doing. Yeah. You know, um, has been really important. Um. So, yeah, just make sure, like I said, that, you know, first of all, you have the right ideas and the right mindset, the right perception and perspective. Make sure the people around you are people you can trust. Yes. And then actually trust them. Yes. Actually <laughs> follow through and do the thing to show them that you trust them. Because opening up that, you know, by... First of all, just by delegating things in your life, you're freeing up space for uh, for wonderful things to come in. And so by and then secondly, you're allowing people in your life to to find ways to help you because they do want to, but they don't know how sometimes. And so, you know, when you're kind of like we both are the matriarch that kind of holds the and projectors do this a lot we kind of hold everything together because we're the the guides right we kind of you know guide everybody else's energy and Which so can cause so much bitterness yes <laughs> it definitely can and it's super yeah it can be just mm-hmm. yeah we, we get if we're not recognized enough for mm-hmm. it that's really what it boils down to is we want to feel like people appreciate our wisdom and and you know that they see that we do know what to do most of the time. But I think we can get it backwards too when we look at it and we say, oh, well, we don't feel appreciated. And so then instead of changing the, the, the dynamics or changing the people that we're around, we just sit, cause, and choose our own resentment and bitterness, yeah. right? Which has been a huge eye-opener for me because I can't tell you, like, in my first marriage how long I stayed feeling unappreciated, feeling unrecognized, feeling unseen, feeling bitter and resentful. And to be on the other side of it and having healed and learned so much, I'm like, wow, I was choosing that. Yeah. I stayed there every day. Like I was, it was a choice. Yeah. And I eventually chose. Misery loves company, as they say. (laughs) That's why I say you have to be around the right people because sometimes I think we expect that like our energy can bring them up to our level. It's never going to work that way. No. It's never going to work that way. You're going to sink down to their level every time. Yeah. Yep. It's just how it goes. <laughs> well, I think this is a good place to wrap up uh, for this bonus. I believe is this all we have here um, for the bonus Virgo New Moon episode? Yeah. Like I, I, everything we said, I, I think we pretty much covered covered everything. But again, it just just as a just quick recap on my end, uh, University Year 7 until January 1st. Then we're going to move into an 8. Money, 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 money. money. (laughs) Collaboration, connections with the right people. Yeah. Um, And so this is the year to get your mindset right around that. Like you and I have these big, huge plans. Oh, yeah. I just saw an ad for 115 acres up in Sault Ste. I'm just telling you, next year is It was only like 115 grand. See, that's not bad. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, it's like a thousand an acre. And I don't don't even have (laughs) in my mind like where it's going to be or nothing. I'm so open to how Mm -hmm. it plays out because I've worked so intentionally in being open about it. But but this, my, my, 
my closing advice is be patient. This is the year in a year seven where you're introspective, where you're getting to learn to trust your nervous system and to trust your intuition. It's sort of an in-between time. Yeah. Kind of like the card I pulled for you this morning, yeah. right? Like we're starting to see the fruit of our efforts a little bit and we're starting to get excited, but we can't get in that trap of wanting it right now and wanting more right now. If yeah. I can't get my mortgage correct right now, what business do I have? That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I can get mad and bitter about that if I want to. But if I can't maintain the, the meager resources I have right now, how am I going to maintain more? That's right. And so just to be impatient, listening to your intuition, um, you know, like John and I, like like you and I do, sitting down every yes. week. And you can make Communicate. it Communicate. Mm-hmm. You know, John and I talked about doing it on Friday nights and having it be like a date night. Oh, that's a great idea. Do you know what I mean? So that you because Friday is a Venus day anyway, so it's right. a great time to do money exactly. stuff and yeah, relationships and money yep. and, and 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 just making it something that it it's something we have to do that causes a lot of couples uh, to divorce. Mm, right? Like yes, absolutely. Issues. Whereas um, if you can sit down together and realize like you're in this together, here's what I can bring to the table. Here's what you can bring to the table, and make it something fun. Um, it's just, it is a, a part of life that if you don't do that, it's going to cause rifts. Uh, there yes. was a, um, I know we're closing up, but I just had another thought. <laughs> um, there was a girl that posted in my anxious attachment group the other day about it makes her incredibly nervous to move in with her boyfriend because he doesn't have health insurance. And so she put a boundary up and it was like, if you don't have health insurance. And at first I thought, well, why does that matter to you? But it made so much sense because she's like, what if we live together and he gets hurt or something happens and we're entertaining our finances and he has no health insurance. That's and she's like, you know what I mean? She's like, I yeah. don't want to be stuck paying for some outrageous bill. You know? Yeah. So, so really, I mean, these are things people don't think about all no. the time. I mean, honestly, if Kyle C says if you have to make any kind of, yeah, but it's not the right relationship for you, period. So if you're not able to either accept that person as they are, then it's not right, but... That's a that's a conversation for a different time, but yeah, um, interesting. All righty, well, we will wrap it up for today, and we will see everyone next week on the Projector Planet podcast. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of the Projector Planet podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe. This will guarantee you stay up to date on what next week's energy will bring. If you feel called to leave us a review to help the podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. Thanks again, and we will see you next week for more astrological and human design forecasts.